0: You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE.
1: The following is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadiolawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of
2: Radio Law Talk. We have our seatbelts fastened and we're ready to roll. Myself, Todd Cunin, Denise Dirks, and our producer, Cal Hunter, thanks for being with us. Uh, we are live, 9 to noon, every Saturday, uh, Pacific time. Every once in a while, we'll have to throw a best of in there just to give us a little bit of a break. But we love doing radio law talk. Thank you for uh, joining us. We have a new affiliate, Cal. Who is our new affiliate out of Burley, Idaho? K
1: B A R, Burley, Idaho. The uh of the radio station of Casia County, the voice of Casia County. You Boy, it's this. been
2: yeah, it's yeah. been around a while. That Long radio station. Long time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's great. So that's a wonderful area, by the way. I did live in in uh, Boise, Idaho area in the uh, early '80s, and have been through Burley and. And uh, what are the other towns around there? Burley, Oakley, Twin Falls. Yes, well, but not yeah. Twin Falls. Burley, there's another. Ch- uh, what's the other?
1: Decro, uh, yeah. Malta, a lot of little small. I, I'll, I'll think of the other ones. So we
3: got to get our people on um, Eugene, Oregon, and get something out of Eugene. I we know for? we've got Salem, we've got Medford. Medford, yeah, Salem, Medford yeah, Salem, Medford. We need to get awesome. Eugene. Eugene needs us. And wait, they we they have also us.
2: another part of our. What's the other town in Oregon we have? Uh, we have
1: Medford and Salem.
2: Salem, but there's another Grants out. Pass. Fr- Grants Pass, that's right. And then, uh, oh, yeah, we do? okay. Cool. Yeah. Eugene, let's get Eugene in Portland. We don't have Portland. We don't have Portland.
4: There no. once was a man from Grants Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, remember, we're not, uh, giving,
2: uh, we're not giving legal advice, financial advice, or any type of advice. We're just talking in general terms, in general legal terms. Seek counsel. Do not listen to us unless the in-laws come over. Then you can use us as authority. Because when the in-laws always say, they say, you can just counter that, with a Radio Law Talk says. Are yeah, you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. That's exactly right. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. If you want to email us, email us at info, I-N-F-O, at radiolawtalk.com. Thank you for all your support, everybody out there in Radio Land. We're going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes, Cardi B, USC. The first, uh, well, let's see. I think this is the second concussion lawsuit, but most of them settle out of court, or, or something happens before these concussion NCAA lawsuits go. It's about a USC a former linebacker that uh, was uh, uh, a star player that uh, passed away. That they're going to the family and the wife are suing. The NCAA um, claiming that concussions to his head. They had knowledge of it and didn't do anything about it and should have. So those, that lawsuits we're going to talk about that. And then we have a case or no case. That's why people come here is for that thing and that thing only. Cal, go ahead.
1: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Tony oh, yeah. Richfield was a player in community theater. In Ashland, Oregon, she was in a play called The Adventures Adventures of Sherlock Holmes at the New Bard Theater in Ashland, Oregon. The show was a moderate success, and the next year, the board of directors at the New Bard said, let's do that show again. It sold out pretty well. uh, Telling Tani when she auditioned they were going in a different direction, uh, and yet when it came time to publicize the show, they used Tani's photograph without her permission, on the poster. Tani was upset. She wanted the role of Alice Faulkner, Sherlock Holmes's love interest. But uh, she didn't want to burn any bridges, but she didn't want to be taken advantage of either. Yes, she had signed an expiring release for her image, but it ended when the show ended that she was in. So Tani went to her attorney and said, I don't think they can just use my picture without compensating me. I want a piece of every ticket they sell for that show. Pardon my slobbering. I want a ticket for every a piece of action, some money for every ticket they sell for that show. Uh, so, do I have a case or no case? That's what she asked. And Fred Penny does she?
2: No, she doesn't. But here, let me tell you why. Okay. What's happening though is is what what happens when that occurs on the internet nowadays? Let, let's let's just throw two things out. You have internet that there's stuff you can't bring back, right? So you can find some old internet stuff of any or uh, many of us. That shows old photos of us or photos with us with other lawyers that no longer work for you or no longer do that. You just can't can't bring that back. You can't purge everything. You can't purge everything nowadays with the way social media is. Now, the question is, you know, she was no longer there, and they intentionally, after the fact, knew about it and went ahead and put her likeness on it after the fact, knowing it, and said, and it wasn't like a mistake – and put it out there, then then she may have something. I'm going to say this is a scenario but
4: not a case.
1: Okay, Todd, what do you think?
4: I agree with Fred. Uh, I, I think it's a scenario, not a case. Even if she did have a, a maybe a hint of a lawsuit, boy, you're really burning bridges in the uh, acting, in the entertainment world, if you wanted to sue on that kind of a situation. Now, and and also check your contract, because it may be in there that... If you were paid for the work, even though you were replaced, ultimately, look, if you were paid for it, they may still be able to use images and things that they have left over. That can happen. Have you ever heard of the movie Her? It's with Joaquin Phoenix, and it basically falls in love with his phone. The voice for the phone was a completely different actor. And when they got done with it, it just didn't work for the film. So they replaced the voice with Scarlett Johansson. The actor that recorded the voice for Joaquin initially, she still gets paid. She still gets the royalty. She, she did the work. They, sure, just, didn't, they right. just didn't use it, right? So oh. still got paid. But, uh, so she some, gets some editing
1: room floor money in effect.
4: Well, she gets, yeah. she gets her normal amount.
1: Cool. So, Denise, what do you think? Can someone use your photographic image once your release has expired to make money?
3: Um I don't know the answer to that but what is the bard
1: Well that was the name for Shakespeare's theater was the Bard so that It I was? Yeah, Cuz we think always so, called it? it
3: the Shakespeare Theater.
1: I don't know. Not not in Ashland. I mean in England wasn't it wasn't the Bard. is not what it was called. Type? I uh, sure. I think so, yeah.
3: I thought it was well anyway. Um I think it's Shakespeare Theater in Ashland Oregon so just because of that reason you got that name wrong. No, I'm sorry. I'm that- going to say
1: you misunderstood me. They named the theater The New Bard after the old Shakespeare Theater in England, but it was in Ashland, like New York, New Bard.
3: You, you know and, where I'm from, right?
1: Yeah, you're from Oregon. Yeah, you got it. Um, Ashland. Medford, yeah. specifically, yeah. right yeah. by Ashland. Right there, yeah.
3: It was never called The New Bard. So I'm going to say Fine. it's a scenario that you made up.
2: Fine. <laughs> oh, get him, uh, get him, get him, Denise. So, so is that three that, no cases? Three yes. no cases. Well, Cal could get points.
1: Cal's not getting points. It's no okay. case.
2: <laughs> Oh, you made it up. He's a maker-upper. Wow. How did you, you just thought about that, or what, Cal? Just
1: no, thought? it happened to me once. In the show that I'm in, they did not recast me, but they wanted me Eight. They said, would you mind doing a video promo for us in your Santa suit? And I said, well, yes, I would. And they said, that's okay. we well, you're going to use your picture in the poster anyway. And I said, I wish you wouldn't do that.
4: Why do I get the feeling that Cal is using case or no case to get free legally? <laughs> no, I'm <why> not. <laughs> no, he's getting back at his people. No, so do, they, do they not,
2: actually, do they not recast you as Santa? I thought you were Santa no, this I, year. I am this
1: year. I'm saying uh, I skipped two years when they had new people oh. in the theater, whom they all have fired, by the way, and they're all gone, and I'm still here, and there you go. That's how it works. He's right? Back to
2: Santa. Tell me, what are some of the things you do? I mean, this the, the theater thing. What? I mean, you're Santa, but is it a Christmas carrot? What
1: is it? It's a Christmas show, and I sing uh, two songs, and I interact with Mrs. Claus and a disinfected oh. elf and a bunch of stuff like that. So it's, oh, it's a,
4: kind of a comedy kind of? It's a
1: completely original, originally written
4: local show, oh, which is what I love fun. about it.
1: It's you sing original.
4: two songs? Yeah. After today's show, you might be able to add rapping to the. Uh...
1: I, I was thinking of doing it. Well, that I did it. They called it the Christmas rap, as a matter of fact. All right. And, I
4: uh, do Christmas <laughs> rapping all the time. We'll talk (laughs)
1: Talk to you later. We'll be back. (laughs) This is Radio Law Talk.
2: My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win.
0: For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law.
2: So.
6: Well, come well, that's down.
1: Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station.
2: So back to Elizabeth Holmes. The weirdest thing that happened. She was the, the Theranos uh, founder, the young lady that was found guilty not of... Uh, defrauding any individuals, but of their individuals outside of the investors, but of the investors, her sentencing is coming up, and uh, the, uh, the, the you know the the sentencing is is you know all over the board as to what what's going to happen in the sentencing, but um, the jury found her guilty of. Uh, duping 144 million they claim out of its investors 144 million dollars well she had a baby and now there's ever th- some are saying she's pregnant again but they haven't brought that up and talked about that and the issue is going to be whether or not you know there's and I guess the courts do take into consideration the children right but there's an individual by the name of Dr. Adam Rosendorf who was the main process- main Um, uh, witness for the prosecutors in this case. And the weirdest thing that occurred was recently, um, I'm trying to think of the date that this happened, a knock comes at the door or whatever of Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes and her fiance, who was the father of the child, answers the door and it's this Dr. Adam Rosendorf looking. Now, according to now, the, now this is what the argument is, back and forth, because what has happened now is Elizabeth Holmes is saying, we need a new trial because this Adam Rosendorf shows up and he is clearly disheveled, upset, and in their words, they believe that he was apologizing for his testimony and that the prosecutors manipulated his testimony. And this is what... Um, he said, that is, Evans, who was the fiancé of Elizabeth Holmes says, he said the doctor showed up and, quote, and this is, again, this is a hearing to determine whether or not that she gets a new trial. The doctor appeared dishe- disheveled? Disheveled? Disheveled. But they was the spell. Oh, yeah, shoveled, yeah, disheveled. Um, <laughs> what a, I was getting late. That, and then, quote, he felt guilty and desperate to talk to Elizabeth Um, and then this is again the fiance you know testifying this and this he tried to answer the question honestly he was telling this to the fiance um, but the prosecutors tried to make everybody in the company look bad and he also went on to say the prosecution made things sound worse than they really were uh, when he was up on the stand and that he wanted to help Holmes now um that is what the testimony is from the fiancé. Now, what happens to Dr. Adam Rosendorf is as follows, and this is where Todd came in and said, it doesn't matter if, well, the, it's not an issue or he doesn't think the judge will uphold or give a new trial if Adam Rosendorf says, yeah, but I said that, but my testimony I testified to at the trial still is the same,
4: Right. That's essentially my argument,
2: yeah. And 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 what does he say when he steps up to the, uh, you know, basically testifies in this hearing?
4: He says he stands by the the testimony that he gave at trial. That's exactly right.
2: He said, uh, you know, his argument is no. Um, What he but the thing is, I always say this to clients, and I say this to other people. And this is not a, I'm not, you know, this is not attorney-client privilege or anything. But in general, when you're explaining, you're what you're losing. That's what I always say. And now, Rosendorf saying, well, when I was talking to him, what I meant, I was, quote, trying to paint an accurate picture of Elizabeth Holmes. And that to the extent that other people looked bad, it was because their association with Elizabeth. That's what I, that's what I meant. What? What? I mean, to me, that's just bizarre stuff like that. So um, he... He then says he never felt manipulated or pressured. He gets up there and says, "I never felt manipulated or pressured." He this is the doctor said, "He doesn't recall telling Evans he thought the prosecutors made a situation sound worse. He doesn't re- recall saying that." And and uh, and he says, "I don't want to help Miss Holmes. She needs to pay her debt to society." I, I don't think I believe that. You know why I don't believe that? Guess why. What are you doing going to her house knocking on the door?
3: I think he was trying to feel. He felt guilty about taking a parent away from their children, is what I think he's. He was just, and it was all very selfish on his part to go to her house, uh, because he wanted to have like some kind of a closure to what had happened with his testimony. Remember, if he knew her very well, this is not stranger to her. This is somebody that worked with her on a daily basis. So that's what I think.
4: I think one of the issues the judge is going to have to weigh here is is this. So you've got Rosendorf who goes to Theronus's house. The the witness of Rosendorf's statements at Theronus's house is Theronus's fiance is is, is Theronus is Elizabeth Holmes's fiance. So the fiance is saying that Rosendorf said X, Y, and Z. What is that called? Tearsay. If 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 they don't have a recording of what was said so that they can play that and and, and Rosenberg can, rosendorf can say yes i did or didn't say if they don't have a recording that they can impeach him with now you've got the fiance saying rosendorf said x y and z and you got rosendorf saying so i don't remember saying that i said this and so you've got the witness who made the statement before the court saying i i don't recall saying that the fiance is claiming that rosendorf made other statements it's hearsay and but you've got rosendorf saying look there was nothing that I testified to at trial that I you know I stand by the trial testimony.
2: But like you say, it goes to his credibility and so he can testify. It's not a hearsay because it's going to his credibility. It's not for the truth of the matter asserted. It's going to if he's get up and they're saying, Oh, I didn't do any of that and I you know and and, and I stand by my testimony, oh yeah, you told me
4: this. And again, but the only argument, the only thing they have is the fiancé saying, you told me this, and he's saying, I didn't tell you that. Well, but, but it should come in at least. And here's my, my
2: final argument is, guess what? It all comes down, does it raise doubt of him doing these weird things in these situation? Because uh, don't forget, uh, the, the, it's a beyond a reasonable doubt whether or not she's guilty, and he's the, cl- the, the, the the main prosecutor's main witness. I think, given that he's the most important witness— I think I think she gets to. I think she should have a new trial, but that's me. And I that's think mean.
3: that subsequent evidence of what he did after the trial does not come in as evidence. But he's
2: talking about what happened during the trial. He said they he's they're claiming that he manipulated that that the fiance says he's told me that the prosecution manipulated him and manipulated his what what he said. So anyway, we're going to be back. Uh, talk more about uh, we got all kinds of things. We got Cardi B and the USC concussion lawsuit. We'll be back.
1: This is Radio Law Talk. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
5: Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is Fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523.
6: Call now. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now.
7: 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. 352 3308
4: That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application
5: ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That is Armadillo. Oh, come on. You're a whiner.
1: Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com.
2: Yeah, this is a uh, third hour. We always call it like speed dating. You know those little speed dating uh, uh, places you can go? Well, this is speed discussions, and so we have to fly through
4: a lot of this stuff. All of uh, my dates are speed dating. I
2: know, because they never <laughs> last. Uh, Cardi right. B, Cardi
3: B, Denise. Right. So Cardi B was sued by a man named Kevin Brophy. Uh, Brophy has distinctive tattoos on his body, on his back, on his neck, you know, all over his body. And um, Cardi B's a rapper, and she is known for some salacious material. And she um, had a uh, an album that was called Gangsta Bitch Music, and Volume One, mind you. There are going to be different volumes to this.
2: The B word, but we won't. Yes. Know, yeah. We'll, just call it the yeah B word.
3: well, it could be a female dog. Yeah, that's true. So, true. Um, yeah. Woof, 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 woof. Yes, exactly. So, anyway, on the front cover of this um, album. She has a very suggestive pose and a picture of a man um, with distinctive tattoos on his back. Um, the man has, the, uh, Mr. Brophy has very similar tattoos on his back. In fact, he sued her because he wanted $5 million because he alleged that she copied his back image uh, and put it on that person. Um, on the photo album, and he felt very much um, offended by it because the pose was very um, sexy and and um, salacious. He has two kids. His wife thought that was him. She actually asked him if he posed for that picture, and he said no. So this came up for trial, and Cardi B testified that the person on the uh, front of the album the man was a uh, an um, actor uh, or a model that had they had transposed the designs of the tattoos on his back um, through a computerized program and it went before the jury and you know what the jury found
1: copyright violation that's my guess
3: no, he couldn't no? he couldn't sue for copyright. He wasn't the tattoo artist. Oh. So, they found in favor of Cardi B because he didn't have the the person in the photo did not have the distinctive tattoos on his neck. He only had similar tattoos on his back. Thus, it was a uh, you know, apparent that it was not a copy of that man. And that's one. And then number 2, because she created that design, or the, her people created the design on the guy's back, that it, it, you know, it's a, a, a First Amendment right. So it was all, almost like freedom of speech. So sure. the jury sided with Cardi B.
4: So, so the, according to the jury, somebody else owns the copyright to the work of art on this man's back, right?
3: Yeah, well, that's a part of it.
4: Okay. Right. And right.
3: that they did not use that man that sued plaintiff um, to, to make money off his image.
4: I just, I just keep going back to remember this remember the case we covered the was it the five points in new York yes where the, where the artists had uh, had been invited to, and then they did their art on the walls in New York, and then it turned out that they actually were able to prevent the owner of the place from whitewashing it, changing it, or doing anything because their work was reflected there, and courts agreed with them and I'm, and I'm thinking, hmm. What if this guy ever wants to get the tattoo removed or changed on his back? Is Cardi B now going to be able to come after him and say, hold on, that's my work. It may so be fast. your back, <laughs> but that's my work.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious, Denise, where would, where would, and maybe Fred knows this better, uh, um, all of you do, where would a guy come up with a number of $5 million for using a tattoo that allegedly was on his back, How, who comes up with that kind of a number for that? Where's the well, damage? The attorney
3: uh, Austin,
1: Austin Powers.
2: Yeah, oh. it, that, that's a very,
1: that's a very difficult
2: one. One
3: million dollars. And yeah, that's
2: that's very difficult <laughs> because you a lot of times leave it in the jury's hands, but yet you suggest a number, and a lot of times suggestions are you're in Los Angeles, okay? You know, let let's give an example of. The average home was one point five million dollars, you know. You know, or, or or they suffer daily this severe pain, how much would you how much is it worth to suffer severe pain from an accident daily? Let's give them, you know, seven dollars an hour, six, and then you can multiply that. You know, there's a many ways lawyers do it, and everyone has a different different way.
3: Yeah, I think in that case, there were two people on the cover. They sold ten million dollars worth of the album, and he's half of the cover, so he gets half the ten million. But that's people bought the, the
1: music, didn't? I mean, I, I'm just confused by. It. I mean, some lawyer says, "Well, I can get you five million out of this deal," and that's okay if that's what they do. I get that, but it just seems like a lot of money and an arbitrary number to me.
3: Yeah, well, we don't know what the, the thought process me. was behind it. That is it. just me.
1: I'm just,
3: it had to be something that made sense, though.
1: To somebody somewhere. Right? In 1990,
2: USC was a powerhouse football oh, yes. team. They were, in 1990, they were a they were powerhouse, and they won the Rose Bowl in 1990. And there was a, a linebacker by the last name of G, G G-E-E, and uh, Matthew was his first name. And he was actually on the same team as Junior Seau, who was a famous, powerful um, NFL football player.
1: For years. That died right.
2: of, of CTE uh, because they say he killed himself. And later they looked at his brain and found CTE in the, <laughs> in the brain when they did an autopsy afterwards.
1: Sad story.
2: Yeah, sad. And Junior Seau was just uh, well-known. And I remember growing up. I mean, growing up I was an adult, but I remember watching him play. But now this is one of the first because a lot of times they settle out of court or something happens where this former University of Southern California football player's wife is suing because in uh, Matthew G. died in 2018 that she's claiming from permanent brain damage from blows to the head while playing as linebacker for USC, and they knew about it, should have done something about the protocol. Obviously, football now is very, very sensitive to this, and the protocols are – are very very. Uh, I'm going to say um, they're they're very um, strict uh, on what you can or can't do with your helmets or, or, or targeting or et cetera et cetera. The protocol of them sitting out once they get a uh, uh, even a potential concussion is is a lot different from the old days where they just smashed each other and up. And right?
4: there was a significant issue about three weeks ago with the uh, that came up. The quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, to a what was it tango viola, yep, and and he suffered a, a hit and he was a little wobbly on his. It was he stood up and then they pulled him off? They went through the concussion protocol and he went back in the game after halftime.
1: And wobbly, by the way, is supposedly one of the major symptoms
4: of having suffered a blow to the head. Right? Well,
3: he had nerve impactment because his fingers got crinkled.
4: Well, you, you like. may be you may be thinking of the second one because oh, he, be. he was he was hit he had two different games so Sunday
1: and then Thursday it, right
4: and so in the in the first right. game he went back in and this is how tough the NFL is they're supposed to have an independent neuro uh uh, neurologist there to help, it, not affiliated with the ball club. NCA
2: or NFL? You said this, NFL. This is
4: NFL. They're oh, okay. supposed to have that. And this person, this individual, authorized him uh, tag viola to go back in the game, and the NFLPA exercised their right to have that neurologist no longer work any games. He was terminated because they felt that this was a. Violation of the spirit of the protocol, and then they amended the protocol. But they are—they're doing everything they can to help cut down on this issue. Well, Well, have
3: you—have you guys ever had a concussion? Yes, Mm, I have too. I had one, and I was out for three months. Wow! I couldn't go out and play on the playground. I couldn't do anything. And when I got tested, when I first got tested, I had the concussion really badly because I was on. yeah, actually, out of it for 16 hours. Um, it was beautiful lights and splashes of color. And then when I was normal, it was just like red, black, yeah. green. It was really boring.
2: That's crazy. So, what, what Mr. G, just so you know, what we got an NCAA's argument is Mr. G had alcohol and drug problems to, to cope with traumatic childhood. And because his, his football days ended, and therefore they said that a lot of that was caused by his death. And in fact, his. When after he died, um, the uh, let's see, he died on New Year's Eve 2018. The preliminary cause of death was listed as combined toxic effects of alcohol and cocaine with other significant conditions of cardiovascular disease, cirrhosis, and obesity. So they're arguing it wasn't had nothing to do with concussion. It was this guy, you know. Was abusing his body anyway after the fact, so and you can
1: see why his wife would want some kind, something because he's gone and she's in pain, so she's yeah. reaching out no, to try to do something. for something. Yeah. No, I'm all for. Hey, look, I'm a plaintiffs yeah. lawyer, but right.
2: but right. I'm just saying that I just wanted to lay out both sides of the argument. Sure. We right. come back, we're going to talk about a UCLA uh, doctor that's in trouble, and then we're going to talk about Astro World Festival. If you don't know what that is, that's interesting. And Amazon's facing a huge lawsuit. We'll be back.
1: More Radio Law Talk is coming up right here. We're in the last hour, so stay tuned. We have it, of course, on your favorite radio stations. And if they decide to end their coverage, you can always hop over to radiolawtalk.com, where we stream the show free. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
6: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. If the lines are busy, please call back.
7: Call now. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. Here's Fred Penny with Penny & Associates. When you
2: or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that's actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we are experienced trial lawyers and we work with you to get the best results.
1: Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-
7: 800 That's 800
5: This is no fun. I'm mean at this time.
1: It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Penny.
2: Talking about USC, you have UCLA. We talked about it earlier, a uh, civil action settlement for $700 million to pay uh, female patients that had been um, sexually assaulted by a UCLA gynecologist. Uh, He has now been found guilty. Uh, uh, of uh, sexual abuse, uh, this gynecologist uh, apparently seven of the twenty one counts they were hung on. The jury didn't didn't uh, couldn't make a decision, and, and the prosecution hasn't decided whether or not they are going to uh, retry on those other seven that they couldn't make an, uh, a determination of. But uh, he's he's going to be sentenced uh, soon. But uh, he, he pled obviously not guilty to it. Uh, but this occurred between 2009 and 2018, and I'm not going to get into the details because we're on terrestrial radio of some of the things he did, which were bizarre. But what's interesting is I wonder what is going on with doctors. Maybe in this one it didn't occur, where they're supposed to, they're supposed to or should have a second person in there, a nurse or something, to uh, you know be there, so there's nothing occurs, let's say that. So maybe that didn't occur i don't i don't know that but uh, that's something that's going on uh, next astro world let's talk about astro world that is a an interesting uh... festival denise
3: oh yeah absolutely astro world was a big festival and travis scott was you know the primary person um, that was uh... providing music astro world was um, uh, had had a really bad problem um, the security was probably not complete, or at least it's alleged that the security was not complete, and that it was not um, that there was negligence in the running of this festival. So what happened is there's been lots of lawsuits brought against Travis Scott um, and the security company, and um, one of the the lawsuits was brought by um, a guy who was crushed in a storm for um, the people going to the stage, right?
2: Is that the one that the, the, the thing fell over? The whole, the whole? that's not the one that, the, no. that okay.
3: No, um, and so this, um, he was a 21 year old and he was totally crushed when everybody stormed the stage. And the allegations are that Travis Scott um, actually promoted violence and promoted people to ignore security and rush the stage. So what happened now is this person now has settled, or his family, uh, his name was Acosta, and he settled, his family settled with Travis Scott. And it doesn't say, and I don't know how much money was actually paid, but, um, but they, because they alleged that Travis Scott continued to pay for 40 minutes after Acosta had been crushed, um, that it was you know, basically his fault for the death. So now this is the first case that has come to trial that, or not come to trial, but come up that has been settled. And we're going to see more. Yeah, there's, there's nine, nine other
2: people were killed, right? Yes. And there's over 2,000, or more than 2,000 people had to go seek medical treatment. Exactly. Boy, that's, that's crazy. Right. That's and
3: Travis Scott, you know, he didn't know what was going on, and that's why he kept playing. That's what he's and cli- playing. they claim. That's yeah. what he's
2: claiming. But guess what? What's the moral of the story? When you got down there on the floor and they're all like, okay, let's all run up, don't do that. Go sit in a seat. Go somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just see that as, ah, don't do that. I, I always tell my kids who go to concerts, don't go to those ones where there's thousands, tens of thousands of people rushing the stage. Get out of there. <laughs> so, anyway, go ahead. Amazon.
4: Yeah. So, you know, when you go buy something on Amazon, you bring it up on your website and off to the right, there's this thing called a buy box. It has a add to cart or buy it now. And, and they usually have a version of the product you're looking at on the is inside of this box. And the idea that Amazon puts out here is that the. The item, the version of the item you're looking at in the buy box represents the best value. It's the one that's – you're going to be able to buy that for the cheapest or the best value if it's in this buy box. Well, right now, Amazon is facing a $1 billion lawsuit, 900 pounds in British currency, a $1 billion lawsuit in the U.K., and the allegation – Once this lawsuit is filed and approved of by the tribunal in London, the allegation is that Amazon, in the buy box, has been putting its own products on the buy box, regardless of whether or not it is the best value. And so people that have products they want to sell on Amazon that might be a better value are not having their products listed in the buy box. And some folks say that up to 80% – 80 to 85% of the sales that Amazon does – does through the buy box so that's pretty significant we'll see if that gets uh, that suit actually gets filed and approved by the tribunal but amazon could be looking at a pretty hefty lawsuit if it goes forward obviously amazon has said ah, there's no merit to this this isn't this right. is it's, it's not happening so, so it's what,
3: this is is kind of akin to our anti. Anti competition laws in the United States. Somewhat
4: anti competition, unfair business practices. You know, Amazon is touting this as it's fair and it's the best value, but the allegation is they're just selling their own products to the detriment of others. Yeah,
2: just think about that, though. That is interesting. The best value for them, Fred. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing that's interesting (laughs) is just think of the strength of Amazon. They could, I mean, because I know people who sell stuff on Amazon, that's their whole. Livelihood is what they sell on Amazon. And the key is, and there's people on social media that you can hire that figure out how to get your product up toward the top of Amazon. And I look up, I I just this morning, I looked up uh, spices for um, um, ground pork, right? And I wanted, if I want to do a breakfast sausage, what type of, it's a long story, why? But, you know, that, that, I, I, only one thing popped up, right? It was like one main company, and I couldn't find any others. I'm wondering, it's like, are they tied in with Amazon? I mean, it's like, not, why was it?
4: So- I'm not going to lie, Fred. I want to hear the long story now. <laughs> so we
2: uh, are we we sponsor a pig and uh, for the FAA. it's F- name's not FFA. Wilbur, is it? No, and okay. they did the pork sausage. And I'm not going to name the, the – the, they went to a different butcher and a different meat company. And the breakfast sausage came in, and we ate it. And the quality, by the way, because we said we want all the pork chops and everything, it, we put mostly into sausage, was great. The quality of the meat, but zero flavor. I mean, it is no different than buying ground beef, and you have to you have to give it some. Uh, you know, extra spices, Got to kick it up a
4: notch. There, there's
2: nothing. No, you can't even taste the flavors. So we said, well, that's a good and a bad. That means we can make an Italian sausage one week. We can do whatever we want. So we we have to flavor the sausage now. But anyway, that's a first world problem that we have. <laughs> is, really, is, um,
1: is there fennel in the sausage? That no, you look there's at?
2: nothing in it. Huh? I'm, I'm telling you, Cal, they forgot to. I don't know who was doing what, but they forgot to put the spices in it. Well, shame on them. I know, but that's okay. But we can put our own spices in and make it whatever we want. That's the positive thing. I see things. Pork delicious, mm. pork delicious. Oh, really <laughs> quick, we got to get this in. A judge dismisses FedEx from there was that 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 shooting at a federal Ex, federal Express place in in Indianapolis where what they, this guy this psycho guy came in and killed eight of the workers and then shot himself so the uh, a number of the workers families sued federal Express they sued a company that was did the security there um, and the court threw out the case against federal Express because why? very simple everybody. There's already a way to pursue an action, in most states it is workers' comp. But they did not throw out the case against uh, the independent third-party security company. So there we go. You have workers' comp is your main – unless it's an auto accident, don't uh, – that's another thing we, can, we need to go through at another time. But generally speaking, hey, they have workers' comp they can go after, and they can't sue their own employer. Generally speaking is what the court's saying in the Federal
1: Express case. Cal, roll it. Well, would that be your that's not your quick take for it. I know I you I can give you
2: my quick take. Yeah. All right. All uh, right, be careful when playing chess, you know, forget the old days of slipping a card in your sleeve when you're playing, you know, cards or something like that. That doesn't that doesn't We don't do that anymore. Guess what we're going to do? To help the cheaters, we're going to get the vibrating football game and put it underneath the chessboard, and it's going to vibrate the chess pieces.
1: That's how you do it. Tudor electric football. Okay, Todd, what's your quick take?
4: Language from the complaint that Texas has filed against Google, wherein they say, quote, Texans have become unwitting cash cows being milked by Google for Mm. profits, and I am waiting for Google to change their name. To moogle (laughs) nice one denise dirks what is your quick take
3: you know because the judge has um to consider children when doing sentencing uh women defendants have a distinct advantage
2: interesting one we'll see you next week nine to noon pacific time thank you for joining us i'm your host frederick penny with denise dirks cal hunter and todd kunan
0: have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare Works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than three billion dollars of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network, so yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call eight three three thirty-four Bible. That's eight three three thirty-four Bible. 833-34-BIBLE.